Here's to you. I sing for my daddy as I lay him down to sleep. It's been so long since I lost my daddy. I hope he's watching over me. What's on your fucking slags? It's me, Kyle Holden. Should I say Kyle Reese Holden? I'm not sure. I'm undecided yet. Do you know, actually, once I failed an exam in year 10 because I didn't write my fucking name on the front of the paper. Anyway, you are back listening to Last Orders with Kyle. I am Kyle, obviously, as stated before. Um, this is a little podcast. Um, my solo to... I'm going to start fiddling with shit. Right, so I'm going to sit on my fucking hand. Otherwise, all you're going to hear is clattering of things around me. Um, yeah, this is my solo two podcast, um, talking to myself. Uh, yeah, this is the last order of the car. I'm not sure if I said before. Um, if you found yourself on this platform, whatever it may be, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, share it, share it with your friends, come hang out with me for a bit. I'll greatly appreciate that. Um, yeah, this is a little special podcast. It is the 31st of July, um, 30th of, why have I said 30th of July? This is a very, like, significant date in my mind. It was the 30th of July, um, this is actually my dad's birthday, so this is my first birthday, well, my first birthday? Fuck me, Carl. This is the first birthday of my dad's, which is actually no longer here on Earth. Well, he might be somewhere, well, his ashes are here on Earth, uh, his body is here, his soul is not. Um, so yeah, just a little shout out to dad. Um, I'm going to be drinking a can of Guinness. So, here we go. Um, if you've got a drink nearby, please open it up, start drinking uh, a toast from my dad. You ready? <laughs> fuck, that went everywhere, cunt. Ah, <coughs> oh, fuck me. Uh. <coughs> well, that was a fucking... Uh, that's definitely him laughing from beyond the grave. I opened that up and it li- I... I'll tell you what I did before. I dropped that, literally just before I started recording. And it has... Blown up everywhere. I wish I had... I wish... Oh, fuck's sake. Kyle. This is why I need someone... Anyone that wants to help me with this podcast, more than welcome to come and help me with the technical side of it because technical things are not my attribute. I'm the uh, the star of the show. I don't want to be doing the background information. I don't want to be the background stuff. So anyway, I did drop the can of Guinness before I started. And it's just, as I opened it, fucking blown up everywhere. Uh, the reason I'm drinking Guinness is... It's my dad's favourite drink, and uh, me and him always used to have a can of Guinness together. So, um, unfortunately, he can't be here to have one with me. Um, so I'm going to be drinking this through the podcast. I've got a few more beers to be drinking. Um, yeah, dad would have been 53 today. Um, unfortunately, he didn't make it past 52. Uh, he did make it up to 52, so good innings. Uh, as Holden's, you know, we're sort of... Live fast, die young, people. Which, uh, which, which, he, which he was, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, I, hopefully, I get to. Um, how old do I want to be when I die? I think maybe fifty three is a good age. That's a good age. I used to think twenty five was fucking ancient as a child. So I'm nearly there now. I mean, I'm you know maybe a car accident away from being dead or walking out in front of a bus while I'm on the phone. Um, so yeah, just a shout out to me old dead dad. The little song I was singing at the front is, um, there's a little song we used to sing together. 
Um, it's by The Pogues. I uh, can't remember what it's called. Um, should remember that. Anyway, so, um, yeah, um, just getting on with it, you know, and it's, yeah, moving moving closer to a year since he's been gone. And I'm just not letting that be something that sort of drags me to the bottom of the fucking ocean. And um, whenever I feel sort of down about it or, you know, out, out of my luck, you know, and I, I see people with their dad and, you know, sometimes it does spark, you know, like, you know, that cold, dark pill you've got to swallow and it goes to the bottom of your fucking throat and you've got to push it down. But instead of pushing it down and burying it with, with shit, I just try and, try and sort of make a happy memory of something. So like now, you know, I was feeling pretty shitty earlier, you know, my dad's dead and it's his birthday and things. And I was like, fuck it, I can do something for myself and for other people and I can maybe bring joy to others and I can bring joy to myself or I can just make a decision or I can just lay in bed, you know, I can make that conscious decision between going, I'm going to feel fucking sad or I can do something that brings me a lot of joy, like doing this podcast. Um, so while I was on the way to get Guinness, I was in BWS. Now, already on, on ends, you know, in a, in a, in a sort of, I guess a hairy mood. Is a hairy mood a good use of language? Fuck it. Miss Lockett, my uh, English teacher, would might like that. Yeah. It brought chills down my spine. Shivers down my spine, yeah. Fucking year 10, year 10 GCSE English coming out there. I was having a hairy day. Anyway, I got overcharged as little as 75 cents. And the guy in the store, and I was like, hey, look, you've overcharged me 75 cents. And he sort of laughed. And I was like, no, I want my fucking money count. Because, you know, it's a multi, you know, it's a, you know, it's a national company. It's everywhere. BWS is fucking everywhere. And you think, you know, you've got a thousand stores and they're charging everyone fucking 75 cents extra. That's, you know, $750 by just being gluttonous cunts. So I made him, I was kind of, I was going to ignore it. I was, you know, I was going to be the better man. But he laughed at 75 cents. So I made him with maybe like 15 people stood behind me. I made him give him a 75 cents back. Because, you know what, fuck them. Fuck them, cunts. Um, so that's what I'm trying to say is, get what you're fucking owed. If you're owed 75 cents, get your fucking 75 cents. Take what you need, you know, and get what you're owed. Um, so I'm just going to drink this Guinness because I was going to get fucking... I'm going to say it goes flat, but it's kind of a flat drink anyway. Ugh. I'm still unsure if I like it or not. It's got a lot of sentimental value to it, and I, I do drink it when I sit in a bar because I don't have it a lot out here um, Guinness on tap um, I did walk when I went down to Sydney so my friend um, Doc Lambert he was in Sydney for a night and I flew from uh, Coolangatta all the way to Sydney and we stayed in a hotel and we walked 16.2 miles going to every fucking bar in Sydney that sold Guinness now I'll tell you, so we did this massive lap and we started probably just after midday um, and we got back to the hotel after most bars being shut around about 10 o'clock at night. So this is a massive session anyway. And we're like, fuck it. Most of the bars we've gone to now, we've been getting multiple taxis to 
to get to these places that were selling Guinness that were no longer open because it was a fucking like Wednesday night. If we went, so we went out the hotel and went left. If we went right, we would have found at the bottom of the hill, maybe about 90 metres away from the hotel entrance, a 24-hour bar that sold Guinness. Now, after countless drinks, we went into that bar and it was empty. And we said, hey, mate, I know you've got weird drinking rules here in Australia because you're fucking weirdos. Um, we're going to drink a Guinness until one of us falls asleep and one of us falls off our stool. Now, we sat there and we drank a whole bottle of Plymouth Gin as well. So for the guys in the UK, um, and, you know, well, in Australia, you know, it's 50 minutes, it's 28 shots, you know, so we've done really fucking well to drink that much, plus all the drinks we've drunk. And he made us, he come out and he's like, guys, you've got to eat some food if you're going to carry on drinking. I hate spicy food. Uh, Doc Lambert loves spicy food, so we had these most incredibly spicy wings ever. Sat there and ate them. Fucking hate every minute of it. And in in almost perfect synchron like synchronicity, as we we're finishing our drinks, Doc had fallen asleep. I went to wake him up, and as I reached to wake him up, I fell off my stool. And the guy behind the bar was like, "Right, that's it. You both said what you need to do. You both need to leave now." And the next day. Is probably my top three worst hangovers I've ever fucking had in my life. And uh, we went to... Where did we go? No, not... We went to Bondi Beach. I was going to say Byron Bay. No, we went to Bondi Beach. I was so, so ill. So ill the next day. We went in the water. We fell asleep on the beach. Got sunburned. And then I had to fly back to fucking the Gold Coast. To only find that... I was living on an island at the time, so I got all the way back to the Gold Coast, got back to the ferry port to find that, like, I knew, I knew this, so I'd already pre-booked a um, private boat over to the island. And just as my luck has it, the guy that owned the boat that was meant to be driving me over, his wife had gone into labour. He was telling me on the phone, yeah, wife's in labour. I was like, so what, you going to be here in like 20, 30 minutes or what? He wasn't coming. <clears throat> I was a bit like, well, can't. You'd already agreed to drop me, you know. It's not my fault your kid's coming. You know what I mean? So I ended up sleeping homeless that night on the back of a ber- uh, on the back of the ferry. I got eaten alive by mosquitoes. It was not a great night for Kyle. Kyle did not enjoy life that day. It was one of those hangovers that just got worse. You know, you feel like all right in the morning, and then slowly as the day gets on, you slowly think you're like. Do you reckon I can go to hospital with this hangover? Like, I honestly consider going to A&E and just being like, cunts, just get me in the morgue right now. I'm just, just put some dirt over me because I'm going to fucking just keel over. Um, but there was, there's one thing I wanted to talk about while I was doing this podcast. And it was this Simone Biles, Simone Biles, that absolute wonder of a gymnast that's been taking the gymnastics world by storm, the female gymnastics world by storm. She's been on top of the game for so long. They were actually trying to sanction her to do less like advanced things so other people could win. That's this is how good she is. They would like she's so good they didn't want her to win anymore because it was almost boring and unfair. They were acting as if you know, this is like professional gymnastics, you know, like world world like world class gymnasts complaining that then she's not giving anyone else a turn at winning. And it's not like primary school level where everyone... Like, it's not her fault she's fucking better than everyone else. Like, pick your fucking game up, cunts. Anyway, 
she she for for whatever reason is you know saying that she's not feeling up to it and doesn't want to compete in the Olympic Games. Already a fucking Olympian herself, and there's absolute outrage with her going. I don't want to do it. I really don't see what the problem is. If I was any other the gymnast competing for any other country, I'd be going fucking yes. The top dogs out. Like when we used to play rugby and they used to have a fucking star player, we used to be just like everyone just go in on that cunt. Someone's got to break his fucking leg or something, please. And when they're scoring fucking four four tries past you, anyway. If I was on the opposition teams, I'd be like, brilliant, the fucking star of the show's out, we're in for a shot here. But no, they're all kicking off like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hang up, you shouldn't put the towel in or this, that and the other. Look, she's doing really, really tricky shit when she's bouncing around and spinning multiple times above the ground and potentially falling and breaking her fucking neck. So if if she's mentally off her game, what's wrong with that? And also, she's also going, hey, look, guys, on my team, if I compete, I might not do as well. Meaning my team might not do as well. So what I'm going to do is stand back and let someone else take the fucking reins. So someone in her camp should be going, okay, no worries, I've got this champ. I'll fucking step up. Um, so I think unless, unless you're a world-class gymnast and you're fucking all on her team... You should have a fucking opinion on it. You should get off your fucking keyboards because you just sat on the couch with your dick in your hand watching the Olympics eating fucking Doritos off your stomach. Leave the fucking poor girl alone. She's obviously going through something. Get off your fucking Twitter. Maybe go down to the gym. Try what she's doing and then see how fucking hard it is. You're complaining that you, you're, you're going, oh, I'm not going to go to work today. I'm not feeling up for it. I've got to sit in off this desk and, you know, type some things into a keyboard. Ooh, not feeling up for it. What she's doing is absolutely amazing, so my full credit to her for saying, hey, look, I don't want to do it. And she's also standing up for saying, it's my fucking life and I get to choose what I fucking do, so I'm not going to be peer pressured into anything. I wish I wish had seen that as a kid, because I fell to peer pressure quite a lot, actually. Um, one example comes to mind. When we were hours away from flying to... Um, Mallorca on a family holiday and uh, we found this roof up near I like Devil's Point it's like a uh, like a walk it's like a scenic area lots of cliff edges and things like that on top of it is this massive like house and my brother and all his friends were jumping off the roof into the bush I was a bit scared you know I'm only a small kid I've, all, I've already climbed up onto the roof we're not jumping into water we're jumping from a roof into a bush so I was already a bit scared, going like, oh, fucking hell, I've got to jump off the roof here. I'd already climbed up, so I can't really climb down, because that's sort of, you know, just, you just can't do that, I'm afraid. And, yeah, everyone was at the bottom going, go on, Kyle, you can fucking do it. Peer pressured me into it. I took a run up, and, uh, believe it or not, I've got a bit of spring in these legs, even though they are chicken legs. And I had cleared the bush by about five metres, and that uh, fucking shattered my foot. My mum was not best pleased. Well, uh, she'd drive me to Amy, only hours away from going to hospital. So I wish I had her saying, hey, look, do what you fucking want. It's your life. You don't want a broken foot. So I'm really rambling on here. But more importantly, I had an absolutely fantastic day today. Um, me and Laurie had woken up in a great mood, which is a good way to start the day when you wake up in a great mood. It's hard to sort of bring it back. As soon as you roll out of bed in a bad mood, you know, you're sort of 
you're already down on points. You're already fucking three nil down at half time. But uh, yeah, we got up, and um, we were meeting my friend Jaden. Sorry, n- another another sip of Guinness here. Yeah? Oh fuck, that's good. We have another one. It, Guinness does get better as you drink it. Well, that's like any alcohol. The more you drink of it, the less you taste because you get more pissed. Anyway, we're meeting my friend Jaden. So Jaden was a really good friend of mine when I lived out in Kilinara. If you don't know where Kilinara is, Google it. It's uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, it's hot as the devil's dick. It's one of the hottest places in Australia. And uh, met Jaden while I was working out there on the farms. He was a local boy, a little bush baby. Um, so, you know, sort of my take of Steve Owen. This guy would uh, wrangle snakes, jump on kangaroos, you know. I'd seen him fight a wild cow once. No, I'm joking. But, um, yeah, he used to take his camping up in a place called the Keep River. It's up in the Kimberleys. Um, it's middle of buttfuck nowhere, and it's beautiful. It's like the Grand Canyon, but in Australia, but a lot better. Because it's in Australia, not America. And, um, yeah, he, he showed me a lot of things about wildlife I didn't see before. Mainly thing was crocodiles. Uh, how fucking scary they are. Um, we used to go up and uh, go fishing and he'd be like, Carl, have you ever ever been hunted before? We're like, no, no, I've not been hunted before, Jaden. What are you talking about? And uh, he was like, ah, oh. so if you keep going down like, the bank the same way, the crocodiles will be waiting for you the next day. I didn't believe that. I thought, he's, you're lying, mate. So, uh, Next day, we went down to the same fishing spot. We walked down, and just as we went over like, the, the brow of the hill, I shit you not, there's probably about five or six crocodiles, all waiting with their heads just poking out the water, waiting for us where we were fishing the day before. And I was like, that is fucking unreal. So obviously we didn't go fishing there, because uh, getting eaten by a crocodile is, you know, probably gonna put a blinder, you know, a little dampener on the day. You know, it might it might ruin the day being eaten alive. So um, we walked along the water. And the little cunts just like go like, Bloop! you don't see them again. But then you just see them like poking their heads out, and they just sort of follow you up the river. And it's a very very bizarre thing. And um, Jaden, the absolute maniac, would be waist deep in the water fishing. And I was like, Jaden, what are you doing? He's like, Oh yeah yeah yeah, Carl, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. Uh, it's not the ones you need to see, you need to worry about. I'm just going to let that sink in. It's not the ones you need to see, you need to worry about, knowing that there's crocodiles in the water. And what... I was just like, what fucking logic is that? It's not the ones you need to see, you need to worry about. we just seen fucking six of the cunts. Anyway, you've got, you've got to keep an eye out. And I was thinking... I like a, I like a little scrap... You know, I like, I like to throw some hands, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure I'm equipped to fight, you know, a four metre crocodile. I'll give it a go. I mean, my, uh, my rear naked choke's pretty good. Got a, got a nice arm, arm triangle, but can't really arm triangle a crocodile because they've got stumpy little fucking arms. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Jade in a nutshell, really. Um, little, well, little bush baby, little maniac. So to say he didn't get eaten because we've seen him today. And uh, he had his dog, uh, his little uh, Kelpie and his little girlfriend Clarissa come up. I don't know why I said little girlfriend. Why am I describing things as little? His girlfriend Clarissa come up and his little Kelpie is what I meant to say. I need to breathe before talking, I think. 
little note to self. I'm going to write that down in my hand. Fucking breathe camp. So we met them. We went up to Mount Kutha. Um, it's on the north side of Brisbane. Never been up there before. Um, we were going to go at the start at the bottom of the mountain and then drive, uh, walk up with the dogs. Um, but with my leg being pretty fucked, I was like, no, I'm just going to drive straight to the top because there's a bar at the top. So we drove straight to the top, met them at the top, went to the bar, had a few drinks. Now, Kelly is Jaden's little dog. And Kelly is the same breed of dog what my dogs would be if my dogs didn't have little fucking stumpy dwarf legs. And uh, she's playing around and my dogs are ganging up on her, bless her. Yeah, they were trying to bite her. And I, don't, I don't know what, my, my, my dogs are very temp. I think, you know, like they say dogs are very much like owners. But mine are very similar in terms of they're very temperamental. Um, and they didn't like Kelly for some reason. She was there playing with these sort of like seeds. They're kind of like acorns. Would, would anyone know what a fucking acorn is? An acorn's like an oak tree seed, but imagine like a uncircumcised cock with a foreskin half pulled back. That's what an acorn looks like. But these were like circumcised seeds. Why, why am I... <laughs> why am I fucking talking about penises when it comes to seed? I guess the seed of life and all that. There's, there's some sort of metaphor in there somewhere. Anyway, the dog's playing these seeds. And uh, she's having the way all the time. But my dogs, any given opportunity that Kelly's getting too close to them, they're just going at her. And um, they're making noises I've never heard before, like... <coughs> they sounded like cats being exercised. Um, not exercising, it's not like, come on, fucking last rep. Like exercising, you know, the exorcist. So um, that was that. I mean, took the dogs for a nice little bushwhack. Uh, that's a uh, that's that's code, that's Aussie slang for a walk in the bush, um, yeah. And then um, we had a few drinks. When I say a few, I had a couple of pints and then a bucket of beers. A bucket of beers is six beers in some ice. And then we're giving the dogs solid water, which was hilarious. Giving a dog an ice cube is a very joyous thing because the way they look at it. They're like, this is water, but it's crunchy. It's crunchy water. Um, so, giving the dogs ice in terms of H2O, not methamphetamine, um, because that's animal cruelty and that's not okay. So, that was generally my day. And um, now I'm here on the podcast, just talking to myself. Um, another thing I wanted to cover is. Um, cover? Another thing I wanted to cover. Why well, can't. I was going to say, why can't I talk? But that's definitely the Guinness talking. I'm going to have another sip, because why not? Yeah, here's to you, Dad. Another thing I wanted to cover is um, why I stopped watching the news. It's so depressing. It's fucking so depressing. Um, not only is it corrupt, it's just... Just fear-mongering. And it's just like, be scared, be scared, be scared. And um, I'm quite a skittish person anyway. I don't really like watching horror films. I get scared at Harry Potter. But me and Laurie watching Harry Potter last night, genuinely scared. It's a magical film. Obviously, it's about magic. But it's generally a magical film. And it scares me. I'm very skittish. I'm, I'm, I'm quite on edge. So um, the news just made me feel terrible. Um, I stopped watching it last year, and I feel great for not watching it. Um, 
if I were to watch the news again, they're going like, hey, Kyle, look, come watch the news. They're doing this thing that you want to do. And the thing I want them to do is all the news stories, they've got to do like as teachers would when I was leaving school. They'd sort of give you a good thing, a bad thing, then a good thing. Then they have to do that. And I think news at the end of it should do like public service person of the day. You know, like, hero fireman ran into a burning building to save two babies. Well done, Peter Johnson. You're like, fucking, yeah, go on, Peter. Or, I don't know, a police officer who didn't get out his firearm and start shooting someone when they're at a traffic light. And he, you know, pulled them over correctly and didn't shoot someone. Or, I don't know, paramedic who delivered three babies at the same time. Just shit like that. It's like, why can't you do that? It's... You know, they have the material. They have, they have the sources to, to you know, put light back in the into the world. They have the power. They you know, but they don't. And so, just stop watching it because of that reason. Um, but I would watch it again if they started bigging up people that should be bigged up. So generally, that was my day. Um, I might wrap this up soon because it is sixteen. Fuck! I'm really pissed. I was going to say it's 16.6. No, it's 6... Oh, my God. I hope you're laughing at this because I can't read the fucking time. It's 6 o'clock and then there's 16 minutes past the 6 o'clock. 16 past 6. That's a very weird way to read the time, isn't it? Because you read you read the right hand... You know, I'm looking at a digital clock. You read 16, then you read 6. Because you don't go... Oh, no, I guess 16... 6, 16 works. Who fucking knows? Um... That is classic, my dyslexia popping out. Um, but yeah, that's genuinely going to be the podcast. I don't really know what else to talk about, and I'm not sure if I want to talk about anything else, because it's meatball night. Me and Laurie have now started, like, on a Sunday, we'll write down every meal, every evening meal we want for the week. Sorry, I'm going to burp now. Uh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> wow. Guinness. Um, yeah, so what we do is we write down our meals for the week and then um, we go shopping, obviously. Here we go again, sorry. This is so bad. Um, yeah, not only have I found it's cheaper shopping that way, but it's more fun. It's more organised. I know exactly what I'm eating on that evening. Uh, tonight's meatballs with pasta. Because um, we always have bolognese, but why not get that mince? Put some onions in it, maybe a little bit of chilli, maybe some garlic. Roll those fuckers up into testicles. Fry them, shallow fry them. Um, and then put some sauce on them with some pasta. Boom. Bob's your uncle, Annie's your cat. Or is it Fanny's your cat? I can't remember. You know, I'm... That's another thing about not living in England. Here in Australia, they're really slack on slang. Um, and all these phrases, uh, I feel I feel my uh, my slang has definitely lost its edge while living here in Australia. But what I'm trying to say is, it's meatball night. I'm going to finish this Guinness. I hope you're going to drink another drink as well. Drink for my dad. Um, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up pretty shortly. Hang on. I might see it off. Hang on. Here we go. One more and she's done. There you go. That was a Guinness from my daddy. Um, 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, like I said at the start, like, subscribe it, send it to your friends, send it to your mum, send it to your dad, send it to your cat, put it on while you're on the bus. I don't know. I'd say play it to your class if you're a school teacher, but I have swore a lot on this. Please don't play this to children. It's not suitable for a young audience. I'm not suitable for a young audience. I'm not really suitable for any audience. So I'm doing what only a sane person would do, and is that talk to themselves on the fucking internet. Anyway, you've been a brilliant audience. Thank you so much. My name's Kyle. Love you lots. Have a brilliant day. You've been listening to Last Orders of Kyle, and that's time at the bar counts. Thank you much, Slags. Lots of love. Bye.